You're listening to Sport, Digital and Social with Mr. Richard Clark. What I can do as a manager is not playing football on the pitch. Is trying uh, to move the culture of this organization, uh, but thinking uh, always that sport is uh, our core business. Media House uh, is bringing together data and content inside the, the inter uh, ecosystem. We want to become a leader company. We want to be, let me say, innovative, but not only think about tech, but uh, thinking about uh, a different way to think uh, about football and the business of football. Hi there. Late last year, Inter Milan announced a major innovation in their content capabilities. The Serie A club hoped that Media House would be a revolution in the way they tell their story. I want to explore this a little further, so I spoke to my old friend Giuliano Giorgetti about how this famous old team is trying to change its culture for the digital age. All the topics are in the show notes. They're at my website, mrrichardclark.com. You can also go there to contact me about consulting, writing or speaking. And, of course, feedback on this show. You can also find me on all social at Mr. Richard Clark. But without further ado, let's start talking about the Nerazzurri with this man. Uh, my name is Giuliano Giorgetti and uh, I've been working in this market since 2000. So I have uh, more than 80 years of experience. The first 15 years on an alpha was spent working for AC Milan, where I built the digital uh, ecosystem and I built the CRM activities. One year and an alpha ago, I moved to Inter Milan, the other uh, side of the city. Here, I'm helping the clubs to build uh, the media house uh, and the concept uh, of uh, a new modern entertainment company working initially on uh, a content site. I had the opportunity to rebrand the TV channels uh, and to rebuild the editorial brand for all the digital uh, channels. And uh, I'm the content director, so with um, focus on, uh, as I said, on TV production, so the club channels uh, and TV distribution, and also for all the digital uh, channels and uh, the digital ecosystem. That's my my role uh, here at Inter. Okay, first of all, Giuliano, what was it like to step from the red half of Milan to the blue half of Milan and behind the scenes, you know, not on the pitch, but within the clubs themselves? It, it, it wasn't uh, an easy choice. But in my opinion, uh, we are professional in this football market. Uh, we, we have to bring uh, our skills, our uh, competencies uh, uh, as a professional manager. It was, uh, some of my friends told me that it was a rock and roll choice. Uh, but at the end uh, of the day, n- nothing really changed, uh, professionally speaking. I had really a fantastic experience at AC Milan and uh, with I had the opportunity to work with fantastic leaders uh, and to live a fantastic experience as uh, such a uh, Champions League finals. But also here at Inter there are a lot of uh, enthusiasm, there is uh, uh, a lot of energy, uh, a lot of opportunities. Uh, there are 
big challenges uh, and I'm really happy to be here and to help uh, the clubs on uh, his journey. So tell us about Inter's media house because in late 2017 there was a, almost a press conference releasing this information and launching this. It seemed to be a big innovation that you'd put a lot of time and effort into it. So what is it exactly and why is it different? So um, we have uh, here a, a, a big a big idea about the football transformation and we think that this club and generally speaking the system uh, has to move forward the entertainment market. The football community is the biggest sport community in the world as as a sport as a, a passion brand we have a fantastic opportunity to build a unique relationship with our uh, fan with our customers because uh, as you say you can change your wife but you cannot change your uh, your team and uh, on this concept uh, we need to build a fantastic user experience for our for our fan a fantastic relationship with our fan, and we can build this uh, ecosystem, uh, running and creating uh, innovative brands, in innovative content, uh, focus on our brand. And for this reason, the media house become a key point for, for the innovation, key point uh, for creativity, a key point for technology in this market. So we would like to create more content, to create more behind-the-scenes content, to create more uh, uh, stories not only related to the pitch, but uh, about the brand, about the internationalization of this brand. And uh, having a, a Chinese owner is a fantastic opportunity for us for uh, an international storytelling uh, toward the Chinese market. So the media, the media house is this kind of project. The project uh, focus on content, but also focus on uh, innovation in terms of uh, bringing the attitude to think in a different way inside the club. And how does that manifest itself? What form does it take? Is does it mean that your the content is involved in more more involved in the club than it's ever been, and you're more connected? Are those the, the two aspects? Content is higher up the food chain. And it's and there's more connectivity that allows you to get the content out quicker. So that's 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 a good question. Uh, time is always a key factor producing uh, content, but I prefer to work on on the quality. Producing more content, you need more people and you need your more tech to satisfy the requirement. Uh, the internal requirement and the external requirement of the club. So the media house is also something like a service, an internal service. So coming back, we are increasing in terms of number of people, in terms of quantity of content, but the most important topic is the quality of the content because every of your content uh, distributed on social media is speaking about the brand 
So I prefer to create more engagement content than a huge amount of content. The requirement for uh, for content production internally is really, really, really huge. And sometimes uh, you're not reaching this uh, kind of content production satisfaction, this uh, quality standard. So it's a journey that uh, you, you need to take. Every day you, you need to make decision. And my decision is uh, less quantity but more quality in, term, in terms of uh, content production. This is something that uh, is creating some internal discussion because uh, every, everybody needs to, to satisfy their needs. And their needs at the moment, uh, the majority of uh, these needs are focused on digital content production and distributions. How big is your staff at the moment and what are you responsible for? Are you responsible for all of the content, including the television? Because TV production, a TV channel like Interchannel, that uses up a lot of staff, right? Yes, now, now we rebrand from Interchannel to InterTV. But we, we can say internal and external, we are speaking about more or less 50 people from editorial teams, uh, speaking about editorial teams. Uh, I, I use the plural because we have TV editorial team and digital uh, editorial team. And the, the dream in the future is to have a unique editorial team uh, where TV and digital uh, can cooperate uh, and can influence uh, each other. We have tech guys for production and for distribution. And also tech is really, really important to reach, to reach the, the right person because content is the, the king and distribution is the queen always. So this is something that has to be clear. And we have also uh, people uh, inside the organization uh, working on the design and the user experience of the digital uh, ecosystem. We really believe that the better user experience uh, is the best way to uh, be more efficient and to maximize our business objectives. Let's talk about your approach to technology because when Intermedia House was launched, there was a lot of talk about how you're going to use VR and AR. What have you done at the moment and what's in the pipeline for virtual reality and augmented reality? So there is a big discussion about these two technologies. Uh, we are doing some tests. Uh, one of these tests was done with the, with the league uh, the last season during the, the derby. And we did also some tests during our uh, training sessions for virtual reality. The main uh, topic on virtual reality is not the production, even if uh, it's uh, always something that we, we need to care, but it's the distribution. Because at the moment, uh, the, the, the only distribution that we can see is... Uh, 
during the event or at the museum, we are thinking in the pipeline to find a way to distribute our VR content to, to our official app to give to the app users a, a concrete value proposition uh, in terms of content. In terms of augmented reality, we have just seen uh, Snapchat and they, they add new features focused on uh, augmented reality. And this is something uh, good for, for uh, entertainment. We have seen different clubs uh, using augmented reality inside their own app for, uh, for the same reason. We, we need to find uh, the right... Uh, as, as we said before, value proposition uh, in terms of uh, this technology. We are starting. Yeah, I think everybody is at the moment. Everybody is with VR and AR. and There's lots of talk about it. It's finding the right application that is going to be cost-effective and actually give you a return, isn't it? That's, that's the hard bit at the moment. So I think a lot of clubs, a lot of rights holders are at the stage where you're at trying to actually find something practical, something realistic, a way to engage users that isn't going to be just something bright and shiny and very costly, but doesn't give you much. So it's, it's, it's about being practical now, isn't it, in this space? Yes, you are completely right. But uh, if we want to become a media company, we, we need to produce quality content and to engage uh, our fan and to engage our sponsor. The ROI for this kind of activities is based on increasing the opportunity for sponsorship, in my opinion. I was going to talk about your app because you mentioned it there. I downloaded it and very impressive it is to your app. What is the strategy for your app? How are you using it in terms of promoting and pushing out your content? And what are you trying to get back from it? Do you have specific goals? The app is the, 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 the main touch point for us in our uh, ecosystem. It's um, the gate access uh, for our community. So we are delivering great content to the app. At the moment, uh, not really unique content because you can find the majority of them also on uh, our website and uh, some of them are through the social media but we are delivering uh, in a one-to-one way. I mean, you, you can personalize uh, your feed on, in the app. So we are moving toward the concept that the right content for the right person, that's the strategy uh, for, for the app. So uh, as we said before, if, even if I use a lot of words to explain the concept, uh, Media House uh, is bringing together data and content inside the uh, inter-ecosystem. Uh, yeah, the one thing I noticed when I signed up for your app was the amount of data I had to give at the start. It was, it, was, it was a little bit more than I found elsewhere, but that's fine as long as the payoff and the value that the app brings me is enough, right? But that it seemed clear that it was a real data play. So is that underpinning everything that you do, this push for data? 
you, you need to find the right balance between user experience and uh, CRM. This is the beginning of our journey. For sure, in the future, we can uh, improve or we can change some decision. At, at the moment, uh, we prefer to invest on, uh, on the data and to know more about uh, our fan. Probably, or maybe in the future, we will uh, review a little bit finding uh, the right balance between uh, the access inside the uh, inter-ecosystem and the data to have access uh, inside this, uh, this ecosystem. But at the moment, the choice was uh, to our data and CRM. I was going to ask about access because Intermedia House is a, is a big change for the club. It's a, a different philosophy. Access is going to be fundamental to that because without the access, it's going to be harder to create engaging content and get the data and fulfill the business objectives that you need to for the club. So has access changed and, and what sort of access do you get uh, right now? The, what I found here uh, is uh, really good access to the team. Uh, so the, having TV studios uh, in the Ukraine Center create uh, a more uh, familiar atmosphere. So the players, uh, they, they like to be involved uh, uh, inside the InterTV. And we, 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 are, we are working to manage more and more and better and better this, this kind of access. Uh, also trying uh, to engage the players. So when, when uh, we are asking them for, for time, for their time, it's not just for an interview or something like that, but it's, we, we are trying also to think in a creative way so they can have uh, a really good experience as a player, uh, and it's uh, easier the, the, the return, or uh, they, they, they can uh, share this experience also with their uh, teammates. And this is going to create uh, a good attitude to our requirement in terms of access. As we said before, access to the team is uh, always complicated because... Uh, you have uh, requirement for sponsors. Uh, we have requirements for uh, the community. You have requirements for clubs, for memberships, for media. So we we need to find the, the right balance and the right schedule because everybody everybody wants to speak with with the players. Anyway, the access is uh, is really good. We have uh, great support from the sports area on this side. Just talking about the culture within the club, you talked about quality over quantity, quality over speed, and you talked about having to get access. These are these are issues where a club has to change a little bit because I'm sure there's tension with parts of the club wanting content to promote their various activities as well, and your communications team will be having to make decisions over 
what access goes where and there'll be external media companies wanting to get as much access as possible external rights holders getting wanting to get as much access as possible because inter are one of the biggest clubs in the country so has there been that general change internally uh, to understand that this is part of the process with intermedia house and the fact that you're you're changing your whole approach because it's a change of mindset, and that takes quite a lot of time. So uh, I, I used to say that the change process is always uh, a tiring opportunity. I mean, the changement uh, uh, is uh, always fascinating, but uh, it's uh, really, really difficult to act. And you, you, you need to speak with the people. We need to create relationships with people and uh, you need to change uh, the attitude and a little bit the culture. When you speak about the culture, you're speaking about the time because it's not something that you can do in five minutes. You need time, probably years, more years to change this kind of attitude. But as uh, you said before, and uh, I try to explain, the media house is, um, is a vision. It's a vision uh, where all the employees of the club are involved. It's a vision uh, that brings the club, the, the club organization to another level. For sure, we are a football club and uh, we are going to play every, every, every Sunday. I hope uh, for the next season also every Tuesday or Wednesday. But what I can do as a manager is not playing football on the pitch. He's trying uh, to move the culture of this organization, uh, thinking uh, always that sport is uh, our core business, but to the level of uh, the entertainment company. So speaking more about uh, uh, customers uh, and not only fans, uh, speaking about, uh, um, as you said before, entertainment and technology, innovation, uh, in, in, instead of uh, uh, technical and sports uh, comments. So, and I, I, I think Inter is doing this kind of process, uh, is doing uh, this kind of process uh, because uh, we, we, we are signing from outside uh, several uh, people, but also is doing this kind of process because people are here who knows really well the clubs, uh, they, they, they still remain here and sharing uh, their knowledge uh, to, to the newcomers. And that's, that's something really, really interesting because you have people focus on sports, you have people focus on entertainment, and you have people coming from uh, other countries. So internationality is really an internationality. It's really uh, a different cultural uh, uh, approach company. That's, that's really important for... for I, I think we are the unique Italian, Italian club with this kind of attitude of international attitude and i was going to talk about the international 
side and your international approach because if you look at your Twitter feed, you've got Twitter feeds in obviously the Italian one, English, Bahasa, Japanese, Arabic, Portuguese, Spanish. Does that represent where your international focus is or are there some core territories that you're you're looking at? But for sure, the, the main territory at the moment is the China, the Chinese market, because Inter is a big brand there and because we have uh, a huge uh, potential due to the, our owner. The Chinese market is uh, the real market for us. But for, for sure, uh, also the Indonesian market is really an interesting uh, opportunity for us. And we we cannot forget our uh, stories and uh, the heritage coming from South America and the Argentinian market and the Brazilian market. So that's that's the main uh, the main target for us. Speaking about international market. What are you doing in China specifically? Obviously, you'll be on Sina Weibo, the other Weibos, Yokoduku, all those. I presume. Just tell us about what you're doing in China. The goal at the moment is to increase in terms of fan base and uh, fan engagement. What what we are learning that the Chinese people are less focused on uh, sport, more more interested in. Uh, behind the scene and uh, entertainment activities. We understood that they are following us more on social media than on the official website or on the official app. So WeChat, uh, Donchuri and other uh, platforms are the real uh, environment where we need to, to focus and we need to be ready to satisfy the, the needs of different clients. We have a great partnership uh, with uh, PP Sport. They are a great partner for us for video content distribution over there. We have a uh, big dream for the Chinese market. And you're using InterTV as part of that because I, I looked up where you are. I think it started in 2000. Obviously, you've rebranded recently, but it's, it's on, on Italian TV. There's the twice-weekly show that goes out to 50 countries, but you've got daily content in China and Indonesia. So is that the way you're using the TV channel as a, as a spearhead into those key Asian markets? Yes, in our opinion, the TV channel, the club channel, is becoming the, the real core for content production not only in terms of linear channel distribution. Uh, at the moment, we are speaking um, the majority of the time in Italian, but we are starting to, to speak in, in English, mother tongue, and in Chinese mother tongue. And we are trying to adapt uh, at the moment the linear channel production to the other market. But we are also in the thinking and we have in the pipeline uh, uh, the production of local content uh, for this kind of market. So how will that work? You'll have production teams in market or will you have production teams at, at Intermedia House? We are trying to, to produce uh, all of our content uh, here in, uh, in Milan. We have few services uh, in the local market, 
But what we are trying to do is trying to understand what the fund, the local fund, they want. And we are trying to all adapt or to create a dedicated format for the local fan base. It's, uh, it's the idea. We are also, let me say, lucky because we live in a big city. We want also to exploit the value of Milan as a city and having the opportunity to create a storytelling about Milan and uh, Inter Milan inside our content production. That's interesting. You're widening it out to you're starting at football, you're moving to entertainment, and then you're selling your region. <laughs> you're selling your city and in your region. That's, I, haven't, I haven't really heard about that being done in that way. Um, and, and are you joining up with AC, therefore? Because there's economies of scale. There's Both AC and Inter will be able to sell Milan. Is there, is there any synergy you can make with, with your former club? That, that, that's not a really nice question uh, from you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but I, 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 I don't know. I, I, don't think, I don't think we can collaborate with AC. Uh, producing content uh, be, be, because because we have the the competition is uh, too high also outside the field but I don't know the future uh, you never know but I don't think uh, it's gonna be something feasible for the future for the near future at least let's move on to your history because one thing I noticed looking through the content that you produced tremendous amount about your history and there's a big push for your 110th birthday in March it seems something that you're jumping on your your history you're using there's lots of black and white images images from the 40s and 50s players that I wouldn't necessarily know not being steeped in inter but you're trying to teach your fan base that you've got deep roots is 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 that the process Yes, it's 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 uh, you're you're completely right. Uh, so the difference, um, if you think about the modern uh, football and big brands uh, at the moment on on the top, like some uh, French or some uh, uh, English clubs, they are producing an, a such a nice experience, uh, uh, current experience, but they don't have any any history, any heritage. In our case, we have, at the moment, a great uh, history, great uh, heritage, and uh, we are not performing so well uh, because uh, we, we won the last time seven years ago, and we are missing the Champions League uh, for too many years. So we, we need to come back, and uh, for sure, I'm, I'm sure that Inter is really coming and the next season uh, would, would be a fantastic season uh, for us. Also, this season would be a great season for us. And uh, due to the fact that uh, we are going to celebrate our 110th uh, birthday in, in March, we are using our uh, passion, we are using our history to, to celebrate uh, the value of this club. What we are doing with these uh, 110 uh, stories about the history of Inter is trying 
to celebrate players, to celebrate uh, employees, to celebrate uh, fans, to, to celebrate all the stakeholders of these fantastic clubs in Milan. And for sure, we are using our uh, archive to explain better the value of this uh, big, big brand. And you talked about Inter being a Champions League team. I, I went over to Inter a few times with, with Arsenal. Um, great trips to Milan uh, to, to see Arsenal play Inter. I was there for the 5-1, actually. I've got to mention that a few years ago. Um, but um, the Italian league, when I, was, when I was growing up, early 90s, it was the strongest league in Europe. And it was, therefore, maybe the strongest league in the world. Italian football was shown on English TV and it was... It was the thing to watch above English football. And then the Premier League happened and that's got market dominance. It's the richest league in the world, uh, the richest football league in the world. Spanish football's come back strongly and they're trying to promote themselves. German football's coming back strongly and, and promoting itself overseas in particular. It seemed to me, and I'll be interested in your view in this, that Italy didn't get its act together quickly enough for all sorts of reasons probably there was money involved there was a scandal or two as well a lack of money involved and there was a scandal or two as well but do you sense that Italian football with the likes of what's happening with Media House and with the likes of what's happening at Juve as well I know they've, they've got a very joined up approach that Italian football is starting to get its act together albeit it's, it's taken quite a bit of time to get there uh, I, not, I cannot predict the future, but uh, what I can I can see uh, is, uh, as you said before, we were the most important league, and we are now one of the most important league in Europe and uh, in the world. For sure, the Italian football uh, changed a lot in the, the last 10 years. We need to think uh, in a different way, and we need to take some risks sometimes. But the fact that we are attracting... Uh, international uh, investors uh, it's something really really interesting uh, be- because uh, we are still big brands well known uh, around uh, around the world but money uh, are important but it's not enough this is not enough we, we need to to start thinking in a different way as we said a lot of time uh, a stadia are something crucial for the Italian ecosystem, but it's really a political situation. We need to start thinking in, in a different way, more in a long terms than in a short terms. We, we need to understand the journey to maximize our business, not in one season, but probably in three or five seasons. That's, that's the point, but as, as to change the, the mentality, as to change the, the attitude. I, I think Inter is, is moving toward uh, this, this process. Uh, we, we, we are moving, uh, I hope, faster uh, than the others uh, toward this concept of changing. And you said you can't predict the future, but... What's your immediate plans for Inter? Do you have the five-year plan, the three-year plan, the where you hope you'll be in that period of time? For sure, we, we want to, to be in Champions League as soon as possible. 
because uh, as as we said before, without any sports result, uh, the the mechanism of the entertainment company the company cannot work. We want to become a legal company. We want to be sure about uh, what we are doing. We want to be, let me say, innovative, but not only speaking about tech, but uh, speaking about uh, a different way to think uh, about football and the business of football. But you need that success on the pitch. You need to get back in the Champions League to really give yourself a rocket to jump on. Success on the pitch has to be there. Some sort of success on the pitch has to be there. And then you build content around that. You, you, you don't think you can do it without that sort of leap forward on the pitch. But you can, you can do it any, in any way. But for sure, the Champions League, if, if you speak about worldwide exposure, you're speaking about Champions League. And uh, competing this kind of this such of organization, uh, you can increase your numbers in terms of uh, uh, fan acquisition, in terms of fan engagement. But th- that's not the only the only point, because you have to have clear that your business is not anymore a B two C business or a B two B business, but it's a business of relationships, and you need to create. Uh, a great and solid relationship with your friend. And at the moment, uh, Inter is the best club here in Italy in terms of building relationship because we have the highest number in terms of attendance at the stadium. And we have a great loyalty scheme, even if we are thinking something more and different for the future. But we need to increase this kind of relationship outside Italy. That's the real uh, point because working inside a club when you put your your feet inside inside your office you are already inside the hurricane i mean a lot of uh, input a lot of uh, a lot of things happen and it's easier to to lose yourself and for that reason you need to have a clear idea about what uh, you would like to become. That's the, the main point for, for me. So understanding that you need to build the ecosystem, to, to build the user experience, to build the, the right relationship with your uh, customers. And you are doing uh, mainly through technology and producing content and services. Great. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you too. You've been listening to Sport, Digital and Social with Mr. Richard Clark. Rate, review and subscribe on iTunes. You can find Richard on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram by searching for at Mr. Richard Clark or at his website, MrRichardClark.com.